Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey, interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of the Thriving Authors Podcast. I am very excited to be taking you behind the scenes in my journey to self-publish my new book that is coming out this December called Your Book Matters. This is 52 love notes from my creative heart to yours to be there by your side cheering you on throughout the year as you write the book that's inside of your heart because your book matters. So if 2024 is the year that you are ready to write your book, I'm so excited for you to pick up a copy of this book um, to really cheer you on along your journey. And if you are interested in getting some extra bonus sneak peeks and being part of my launch team, you will get a free advanced copy of the book and access to a bonus call with me, chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Um, And so you can join that. I'll include the link in the show notes, but it's bit.ly slash your book matters launch team. I would encourage you to join um, soon, right away if you're interested, so you can get access to all of the um, fun little extra goodies and just my heartfelt appreciation um, for you. I know that you have a lot going on in your life and you have your writing dreams and you're juggling a lot and um, it means so much to me for you to take the time to be part of my launch team and cheering me on in my journey of birthing this book too. So please just know I am so, so, so grateful for each and every one of you um, and for taking the time to listen to this podcast and be part of my community. I love being part of, um, of your world and getting to play some small part in your creative journey. So today I wanted to talk with you about writing the description for your book. So this is something I've been working on recently with Your Book Matters and that I walk a lot of my clients through. And it's something that on the surface might seem pretty simple. Write a description of your book. What's your book about? 
But a lot of people struggle with this because I think it is a lot more complex beneath the surface and um, it can bring up a lot of emotions. It can bring up imposter syndrome and also just on a practical level, it can feel really challenging to try to condense our book into a short description. And also this description is doing a lot of work for us, right? Because it's also something that is trying to not only um, give the reader a sense of what the book is about, but it also is selling our book to the reader. So it's our, for a lot of my clients, this is their first foray into kind of shifting into that marketing promotion. Um, We talked about on a past podcast, the identity of like sharing our book with others um, and presenting our book in the best light in a way that will get people interested and eager to read more. So I wanted to share with you a little bit today with some things that I have used to help me write my back cover and my longer description. We'll go into that in a minute. And um, some questions that you might do a little bit of journaling around and some exercises that I hope will help you in writing the description of your book. I also wanted to say this is something that I encourage my clients to actually tackle this before they reach the end of their manuscript. A lot of times we save the description for something that we do at the end of the book writing process. But I think it just puts a lot less stress and pressure on writing the description. If it's something that is sort of this living document that we have alongside us throughout the process of writing our book. So I would encourage you, even if you haven't finished the draft of your book yet, to take a stab at writing the description. It can also be incredibly motivating if you haven't finished your entire book, but it can help you envision what your book is going to be like when it's finished and actually, I think, makes your book feel more real, more tangible when you have the description of it written that you can imagine on the back cover or on your sales page or, you know, on the Amazon page when someone looks up your book on Amazon or on bookshop.org or something like that. So I think this exercise is useful to do at any point in the process. And if you start, if you do um, a draft of this earlier on, like I said, it's a living document that you can change um, throughout the process. If your book ends up shifting a little bit, um, That's something that you can adapt. It's flexible as you go. But another thing about the description of your book, um, whether you're writing fiction or nonfiction, is we try to encompass the book with our description. But I think actually the description is focused much more on the beginning of the book than the the book as a whole. Let me explain that. So if you're writing fiction, and you're writing a description of your book, again, this is separate from a synopsis of your book. A synopsis of your book is something that you would send in if you were pitching an agent or a publisher and they want to know the whole story of everything that happens. That would be, if you're writing a novel, the entire storyline plot of the novel would be in a synopsis. If you're writing a memoir, same thing. They want to know the ending as well. If you're writing a self-help book or some other type of nonfiction business book, they want to see the entire outline of all of your chapters that are planned out. 
That is a different animal. What I'm talking about right now is the description of your book that would be on the sales page, on Amazon, on barnesandnoble.com and on the back cover of your book. So this is something that the reader is getting a little bit of a nugget about what, what is your book about? And the reason I think this description is focused more on the beginning of the book is if you're writing a novel, we just want to hook the reader in with the characters, the story we want them to be asking questions and want to know more. So usually that description is focused on kind of the setup of your novel. What happens at the beginning to hook the reader's attention and leave them curious to know more? So for example, with my novel, The Best Week That Never Happened, my main character Tegan wakes up in these lava tubes in Hawaii with no idea how she got there. Um, she doesn't remember how she got there, what she's doing there. That's something I hook the reader's attention with in the description. Do I explain how she got there, what she's doing there? No, because I want the reader to read the book, to be curious, to read the book, to find out more. If you're writing nonfiction, like my description that I'll share with you in a, in a little bit about your book matters, it's also focused more on the beginning of the book because you're thinking about what is the problem that my book is solving? What is the pain point that my reader has, that my reader's struggling with, that my reader's wishing they could find some sort of help or solution around? That's really what you're focused on. You're focused on them seeing themselves reflected in your book. They see their pain points reflected in the description. You're not sharing with them all of your tips and tricks for how you're going to solve that pain point. That's what the actual book is for, right? But you want to grab their attention, pique their interest, make them believe, yes, this book will help me solve this problem. This book will help me get through this experience that I'm struggling with. This book will help me become a better person, become that version of me that I want to be. So you want to meet them where they are and sort of recognize where they are when they're picking up the book so they can see themselves reflected in your book, in that description. Really what we're doing with that back cover is we are trying to be a mirror for the reader, for them to see themselves reflected in your book and they feel like this is a book for them. So I'll repeat that again. We want your back cover description to really be like this mirror that the reader is seeing themselves reflected in your book and they feel like this book is for them. So when we're writing the back cover description, it also helps to really hone in on who is your ideal reader for this book? Who is your ideal audience? We've talked about this before, that as much as we as authors might want to believe that our book is for every single person in the world, books are like anything. There are, um, you know, they're subjective. People have different tastes. There are people who are ready to receive your book and who are you know, aching for your stories and your wisdom and your perspective to um, help them or entertain them or just resonate with them. There are people who are really going to be so drawn to your book. There are other people who maybe it's just not the book for them with either subject matter or genre, or they're just not in a place in their life right now to receive your book. And so it's really, really want to hone in on who is that ideal reader for your book. 
a little trick I like to do with this. And for me, this is true even when I'm writing fiction. Um, I think it can be especially true with memoir or nonfiction is I will sometimes think of a past version of myself who I really feel like would would love this book, like almost who I'm writing this book for. Um, I think it can help to think of a specific person. This could be a real person, or it could kind of be this sort of made up reader that you're imagining. Maybe it's a combination of a few clients that you've worked with or something like that. But I think getting really specific so you can imagine this reader. And this is who you're you're really thinking about, I want you to really think about when you write this back cover description. So an exercise that can be really helpful with taking away some of the pressure and the stress around like, oh, I have to write this back of this description for my book is to just imagine that you are speaking to this one reader, this ideal reader for your book. And I want you to just, this can be very informal. I want you just to grab a piece of paper or open up a new Google Doc, or even if you feel really stuck, open up a new email. You're going to just email this to yourself, but you're going to pretend like you're emailing this person. I want you to just write to them why you think this book would be a great read for them. Like, what do you hope they get out of your book? Why did you write this book for them? What do you hope they leave or they take? with them from reading your book? What do you see in them? What problems do you see that they're struggling with? What all do you see that they're carrying? What do you know about them that you just really recognize and you want them to feel seen around? So I want you to just imagine that you're just writing, you know, an email or just speaking from your heart to this specific person about your book or about these problems that you solve in your book. If you write fiction, this can be about um, the story that you're telling, thinking about some of the greater themes, what you hope they take away from it. That's an exercise that can be really helpful. And I want you to just let yourself kind of unlock the floodgates and whatever comes out of you. Just let it all come out to the paper. And you might set a timer for eight minutes. I think eight minutes can be a really magical amount of time. It's not too long. It's not 10 minutes. It's not too short, not just five minutes. Like eight minutes to me seems like it can be quite a sweet spot there. And just write, just write to this ideal reader about what you want them to get from your book, why you wrote this book for them. So that can be really helpful. I think you might be surprised some some nuggets that come out. Um, and once you have that written, I want you just to set it aside for a few days, maybe even a week. And then you can come back to it. And I would encourage you to even print that out so you have like a hard copy. And I want you to read through that with your marker, your highlighter, your pen, and just like underline or highlight some of the phrases that really speak to you, that stick out at you. Are there any words or themes that really, you know, come, come to you that feel, that feel strong, that feel, um, that feel light, that feel like they carry some energy. So that can be a great place to start with your book description. With our book description, we're really kind of piecing together the main components of our book. So the, um, 
like the content of our book, but also we're trying to really capture sort of the energy, the tone, the feeling of our book. And so I think when we're imagining speaking to our ideal reader, it can help us capture some of that. Sometimes what I see with clients when they shift into writing their book description, they might have this beautiful, fun, funny, um, sassy, like lighthearted voice that's present throughout their actual book manuscript. But somehow when they, when they start the exercise of writing their book description, a lot of that falls away and it can feel almost like sterile or cold or like overly formal. And so we want the description of our book. We want that voice to match what's found inside of our book as well. So we want to be our authentic voice and our description of our book, the same way that we have that authentic book, the authentic voice in the actual content of our book too. So we, we want that to match. Our book description is like a way for the reader to get a taste of you, taste of your voice and your humor and um, what they're going to be getting, you know, so much more of when they journey with you in the actual experience of reading your entire book. So please don't feel that just because this is this description of your book, that it needs to be somehow, um, that it needs to be super weighty or formal or things like that. In fact, I think often some of the best book descriptions are quite simple or just like really leave the reader wanting more. So again, that's another important thing to remember about your description is you're not trying to explain everything about your book in the description. Your task is to get the reader curious, get them excited, make them feel seen, leave them wanting more. That's the main thing, right? Because if they want more, they're going to buy your book. Then they can have more. Then they can read the whole thing. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to bring up with you is the distinction between um, your book description and your back cover description. So when you have a description for your book, it can be longer than what we have space for on the back cover. So I would encourage you to give yourself room to have two different versions of your book description, to have one book description that is only maybe two or three paragraphs long. That's for your back cover. It could even be one paragraph. It kind of depends what other elements you want on your back cover. And a little homework assignment for you would be to go grab some books off your shelf and to read their back covers and to see what grabs your attention and what you like. So this is a little sidebar, but a back cover of your book has the description on it. It can also have other components as well. It can have blurbs that is like other people raving about your book. Um, it can have a list of um, different like awards that either your book or you have won some like credibility um, authority. Uh, it can have a little photo and a bio about you, the author. And you also want to make sure you have room for the barcode, things like that. So there's a lot that can go on on the back cover. Um, and so I think having a description that doesn't not that's not too long is um, it's good really to to kind of keep this concise and keep this short. This is something I have a problem with myself um, is I have I have a hard time kind of condensing that often for the back cover. And so um, it's helpful to also know that you can have a longer description for your book sales page. So for your sales page on your website, for the description of the book on Amazon, for the description of the book 
on Barnes and Noble or these other retailers. If you just imagine the space that you have on the on the web page, there's more space there. On the back cover, we're more limited. And another thing to consider is the size of the book that you want. If you have a bigger size of your book, you're going to have more room on the back cover than if you have a smaller little pocket size book. For your book matters, I'm thinking of making it a little bit on the smaller side of books. I want it to be something that you can just slip into your purse, um, you know, tuck into a bag, like I want it to be really easy to take with you. So I'm thinking of making it a little bit of a smaller uh, trim size. So that naturally means I'm going to have less space on the back cover. And you also don't want your font to be super teeny tiny that it's hard for people to read. So an exercise that I like to do when I'm coming up with my back cover after I, you know, consolidate some of these, um, descriptive words and images and and sentences that I really liked from um, that exercise I shared earlier of writing to an imagined ideal reader about the book, like and addressing them as you saying, this is what I want you to get from the book. This is why I wrote this book for you is I sort of compile all of that together and I write a longer book description. So I don't give myself um, the restrictions yet about the back cover of the book. So I like to write the description for the sales page or for Amazon or wherever you imagine. And I still recommend keeping this, you know, not too long. Again, what do we want to do? We want to leave the reader wanting more, want to make them curious. And so to leave them wanting more means that we're not going to be going on too super duper long with this, right? Um, But often for me, when I write that, um, longer version. There'll be parts of the description that I really like, that I think really touch about some of the tone of the book and the tone of me, you know, kind of who I am as, as an author, um, but that maybe aren't super necessary for the back cover description. So I'll give you an example. And the description that I wrote for Your Book Matters, there's this line. I wish we could sit down together over chai tea lattes at my favorite neighborhood coffee shop and chat for hours about writing. This book, I hope, is the next best thing. I really love that because that is the vibe that I want my book to have. Like you and I are just sitting down together over chai tea lattes, which is my favorite coffee shop drink, um, and just chatting about writing. I really like that. And I want to have that in the description for the book. When I was trying to cut this description down for to be a shorter description for the back cover, I realized that that part about sitting down over chai tea lattes, it's not super necessary for you to get a sense of what this book is about. So that's an example of something that I'm leaving in the longer description of the book, but that I took out of the description for the back cover. So that's a good question for you to think about after you write the description. This may be the longer description for your sales page. As you're reading through it, think about um, just because you like something like is is a line, is a sentence really necessary for the reader to get a sense of this book? Or is it something that you like and you think adds flavor, adds flair, but maybe isn't, you know, super necessary for the back cover. Something else that you might play around with when you're shortening up your description for the back cover is um, 
sentence breaks, line breaks, paragraph breaks. So I really like the look of having short sentences and short paragraphs, especially in my book description. But when we have that on a back cover, we're just taking up more space, right? If you think about the space on the cover, every time you have a new paragraph, that's making your description look longer, um, which when we have unlimited space on the internet is okay, but for an actual physical back copy. So one small thing that I, that I did in my description was take out some paragraph breaks and have fewer, longer paragraphs on my back cover description, as opposed to in the description on my Amazon page, I have more shorter paragraphs. So that is something else just to think about. You might also look at um, line breaks. And if you have, this is also something that it will be different when you um, look at it on your Word document, then you'll, when you get the design back from your cover designer. But so something to be aware of if your cover designer gives you um, the cover design and you feel like your back cover looks a little bit um, like it is, maybe the, the font is a little bit smaller than you would like, or it just seems like it's not quite fitting the way you want it to on the back cover. You might look at the um, the different lines. Is there any part where it's like one line um, has only one or two words? Is there any places that you can use as a synonym perhaps or shorten down something to take out those lines to make the entire thing uh, shorter so that it fits better on the back cover? So those are some things to think about when you're shifting from your longer description into your back cover description. Something else to think about is, um, are there questions that you can ask the reader? I think questions are a great way to really engage, make the reader curious, make them want more. Um, are there ways that you can give a taste of what um, what is inside your book by using um, genres, by using comparisons, by thinking about um, how the reader might see your book fitting into the other books on their bookshelf or the other books that they've read and loved before. So an example of what I wrote for my description of your book matters is part reflective journal, part motivational cheerleader, and part accountability guide. Your book matters will give you a little burst of inspiration every week of the year so that you can feel supported as you go through the natural ups and downs of the creative process. So with that paragraph, I was trying to really help the reader see what genres does this book kind of fit into? Um, where might they see it on their bookshelf? You know, if they've ever purchased a journal before, if they're looking for an accountability guide or a cheerleader, right? This book could be something that really fits that for them. Um, Another just aspect that I wanted to share with you that I think can be helpful to bring in from that brainstorm that you did earlier in the podcast, the, the list from um, that, that you wrote to your ideal reader, sort of why you wrote the book, is to, if there's any of that language that you want to bring in directly to the um, 
cut to the description, especially at the beginning of the description. I think it can be really useful to address the reader directly. Um, this doesn't work as much with fiction. If you're writing a novel, you're obviously thinking more about the characters. You're going to be describing the characters and their situation um, for that. For a novel, this might be better to have maybe towards the end where you're describing the themes or the storyline that you want the reader to, you know, take away from this book. But for nonfiction, I think it can be great to address that reader at the beginning right off the bat. So they start to read your back cover and they do feel like you were actually speaking to them. So here's what I came up with for my back cover. First paragraph is you want to write a book. You know that deep in your bones, but you're busy juggling your career, your family, your friends. There never seems to be enough time. And when you do sit down to write, you freeze up. Who are you to think you can write a book? Why would anyone care what you have to say? What if people don't like your story? So there I was really thinking about my ideal reader and what are some of those things that they struggle with? What are things that I've struggled with in the past? What are some of those limiting beliefs that come into my brain or that my clients share with me that I think are so universal in this creative journey? So really just addressing that, those kind of pain points of your, of your reader right from the get-go, I think is a great way to grab their attention and to help them see themselves reflected in your book. Um, Okay. Well, I hope this was helpful. If you're curious to see the description of my book and the differences between the longer description for the sales page, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and the shorter description for the back cover, um, I am sharing this with um, my book launch team. And so I would invite you to join the book launch team to get this little behind the scenes um, so you can actually see an example of the difference between the longer description and the shorter one. And I would love to hear your feedback about this description. If you have any thoughts or questions or, um, you know, ideas for me, I would love to hear your thoughts um, as part of the launch team being part of this process with me. So again, you can join the launch team at bit.ly slash your book matters launch team and um really the only thing that's required of you if you join the launch team is just to read and share about the book so i will give you an early copy of the book that you can read and i just ask that you share about it in some way on social media or with friends or family writing a review of the book things like that again i know that you have a lot going on in your life and you're busy and you have your own writing dreams so i really want to make being part of the book launch team something that is fun and exciting and um you know informative for you and something that you look forward to and that isn't this huge um like it's not a huge suck on your time or your energy or anything like that i'm so grateful for any time that you're able uh, to, to give me and to give this book to help it reach more people and hopefully inspire more people and just to help others feel um, like they don't have to do this alone and that they have, you know, accountability, community, cheerleader there for them on their journey of writing their book. So I hope this episode was helpful thinking about descriptions of your book. I would love to read if you have a book description that you want to share. Maybe I'll make a whole separate thread in the Facebook group 
women entrepreneurs becoming best-selling authors. Um, if you would like to share your book description so we can read it um, and cheer you on and give you any thoughts that we have with your description, I think that would be such a fun exercise. So I welcome you to come join me in the Facebook group and share your book description and just know that I'm here for you, um, cheering you on and so grateful for you being part of this community and listening to my podcast. So I will see you again next week. Thank you for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors. And if you are an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish the book inside your heart, this is the place to be. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges. And you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Again, the name is Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors, and it is a completely free Facebook group. You can also reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.